Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened. We have some interesting video footage that we really want to show everybody today. Um, we talked last week about the COVID concentration camps over in Australia and kind of what that means projecting forward, looking ahead at the future of the United States and what could be coming our way. So there is actually a girl who uh, did an interview after she got out of one of the COVID camps. So we're going to be breaking down that video today and... Uh, just showing everybody the reality of the situation. So I'm Josh All. I'm back with Pastor Rob Coburn. And today we move our producer, Nate, over to the table with us. On the main stage. <laughs> on yeah, the main on the stage. main stage. Yeah. So Good stuff. this will be, uh, I'm not going to say this is going to be fun because it's a very uh, frightening video. If you listen to what she's saying as we walk through this. But um, Rob and I have both seen the video. Yeah. Uh, we've kind of gone through it. Nate, however, has not. Yep. Nate so has not be, seen it. So yep. this will be good. He's come along for the ride, just like a lot of you, I'm sure, will be. I don't know how many people watching this will have already seen the interview. Right. Um, but the interview was done by The Unheard. Mm -hmm. um, the host is Freddie Sayers. He's doing the interview with Haley Hodgson, a 26-year-old girl who was woman, 26-year-old woman, who was seized by authorities in Darwin in Australia's Northern Territory and forced into Howard Springs COVID concentration camp. Yes, forced. Yes, forced. And as, you, right? as you will see. <laughs> um, and, and they're not calling it over there a concentration camp, but you said on Sunday during service, uh, call it what it is. You have to call it what it is. Call it it what is it a is. concentration camp. Absolutely. Uh, quarantine facility, you're going to hear all kinds of, you know, kind of, bs descriptions of this place but it is a concentration camp these aren't people that uh determine the terminology they use are they it might be might be oh, okay. <laughs> might be <Okay>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's see well let's just do a little backstory on this so uh haley had a friend who went to work he was feeling a little sick he got tested he tested positive for covid um so he was then taken to one of these covid camps uh investigators started coming around to her house, which was a little strange because she was thinking, how do they know that I was a close contact to this person or whatever? But they've got, like I think we talked about maybe over in some of these other countries, they got camera footage everywhere. So they actually saw that her scooter, they identified her scooter was near her friend or they were together or whatever after he tested positive. Yeah. And uh, they tracked the plate number and then the investigators came straight to her house. No personal property rights. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, what? Um, <laughs> Freddie asked her, did anybody call you ahead of time and let you know, you know, we're, we're going to be sending somebody over or just to touch base with her to ask no phone calls. They came straight to her house. Yeah. So uh, as Haley says in the video, she actually lied to the um, investigators when they first came. She was really scared and you can't you can't, can't yeah. blame her they all um, roll up on your front door yeah they said mm -hmm. have you taken a covid test since you were with your friend and she said yes yes i'm negative well she hadn't taken a test but she had she said the reason she lied she's already been placed in a covid camp a month before yeah and didn't want to go back so she lied when they showed up and uh this is the scary part they were able to check their covid tracking system didn't see a registered test from her and then she had to confess, obviously, that she had lied uh, and told him she was scared. And then they said, well, somebody will be coming soon to test you. So I just want to mention something real quick. If you've gotten any of those, have you seen any of those at-home COVID tests? Yes. 
Do you see how there are no instructions whatsoever on the packaging or in the packaging on how to administer the test? Correct. There's a QR code. The only way... You have to, to sync it to your phone. You have to download the app, sync it to your phone. That's the only way you can access the instructions on how to do it. Yep. Well, that tells you. Tells you what you need to know. Oh, you need to know. Yeah. So quick advice to anybody out there, look up the instructions online. Don't download the app. Well, a lot of them now, you, the app is the one that tells you if you test positive or negative. Like you put Oh, really? The, yeah. So some of the tests now, you do the swab, you stick it back in the fluid, mm-hmm. and then you drip the fluid on a thing that plugs into your phone. Really? And then it goes into the app. Yeah. So they have the equipment, the technology of something that actually plugs into your phone. So it's like an adapter it's like, type or thing? It's Bluetooth. It, okay. it might be Bluetooth. That's, I forget. But And these are still the, air quotes, free tests. Yes. Huh. No, no, no. These are the ones you buy. Okay. Like at okay. the store. You go buy the test, and then it syncs to your phone, and you open up the app, and then it says, okay, step one. Mm. Do the deal. Let's say, because they're, they're doing a lot of the uh, free at-home COVID mm-hmm. tests. You can go to the library or a pharmacy or whatever and just pick them up. And yeah. do them at home, but you have to, you have to scan a QR code and you, actually, I think every test you have to scan a QR code anyway, but yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, all right. So let's, uh, let's look at Haley's, the first part of Haley's video here. No one came to test me. The next people who rocked up at my house were two other police officers. They blocked my so driveway. These are, these are actually uniformed police officers, normal yep. police officers. So then the police officers blocked my driveway. I walked out and I said, what's going on? Are you guys testing me for COVID? What's happening? They said, no, you're getting taken away and you have no choice. You're going to Howard Springs. Um, You either come with us now um, and we'll put you in the back of the Divi van. So, or you can have a choice to get a COVID cab. Okay. So I think one thing to, to realize quick is, She's not been tested yet. Right. They're taking her to COVID camp. Never been tested. Because she's been around someone who had COVID. Right. And yeah, it's completely crazy. And you can get in the back of our van Uh and we're going to charge you to take you. If it takes our officers to take you, we're going to charge you. But um, yeah, that to me, does this not blow your mind? Like if you're watching this is today. Like, does this not blow your mind? This is happening in a, what used to be a free country. Um, They're just sucking people off to COVID camp because you were around somebody with COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, she, uh, she then explains that she was given two options. Like she said, either get in the back of the police van and they can take her there. But if if they do that, she's going to incur a $5,000 fine. And her other option is to call a COVID cab, whatever the heck that is. Um, so obviously she opts for the the COVID cab because she doesn't want to take on the five thousand dollar fine. But um, here's here's clip two. So I just said, look, I don't consent to this. I don't I don't understand why I can't just self isolate at home like a lot of other people are doing. Um, and they just said, we've just been told from higher up where to take you, and that's all that there is. So Howard Springs is the biggest COVID camp in Australia, isn't it? It's Correct. a huge. Yeah network of cabins that is built to house potentially infected people. Yeah. So they are literally bringing in now hundreds of people that are of close contact or that have COVID. So it doesn't even matter if you test negative on your first test, your second or your third, 
they need to, because you're a close contact, you have to stay in there for 14 days, no matter what. Hmm. Well, you guys want to, Nate, what'd you think of that visual yeah. of just the, the campus there, however you want to call that it? That is terrifying. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't want that coming here. No. I mean. Mm-mm. But they're building these. Oh, Not here? just in Australia. Oh, they're building them all over the, all world. Over the world. Yeah. It's a concerted effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. A global effort to, oh, yeah. to take control of this, what they would call opportunity of COVID. Yes. And I, I think um, to address, some people might say, well, you know, this, I mean, yeah, it's kind of weird or whatever, but it's not that big a deal. I mean, she got, I mean, she was there for 14 days and they let her go home. It's not like they're killing anybody. We are in the testing stage of everything right now, guys. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> these are trial yeah. runs. Yep. Yeah. And, and not only, not only here, but you read about it in all of the other countries, Germany um, just came out and said recently about all there. If you do not have uh, the, if you do not have the passport, you can't participate in normal society. Correct. You're, you're a, you're a lesser citizen mm-hmm. in, in the country. And that's what we're seeing here. You have no rights. You have no rights other than what the state deems you have right to have. And I think that that's, you know, we live in America and many people even watching this are going to say, well, this can't happen here. Uh, it's happening here. Um, you, you can't go to work because you, there was an interesting someone. Somebody left us an interesting comment. I think it was on Rumble. And they said um, Biden's uh, vaccine mandates are kind of acting as our own COVID concentration camps here. Yes. Like you don't think of it that way, but it actually is like y- you can't go into society and, and participate. Like look at New York. It's already yeah. like that. You, yeah. you know, my wife, Hey, I want to go see a Broadway show sometime. Uh, yeah, you we can't. can't. No, you can't. You can't participate. And in fact, we watched that clip the other the other episode uh, about, you know, New York has all this great stuff to offer. And if you get your vaccine passport, you can actually mm-hmm. uh, participate in life. If you can't, then stay home and you better get your. And I feel like passport. sometimes this stuff has been normalized because it's been about two years now. Yeah. Can we just remind everybody that this was two weeks to slow the curve? Yes. Important. <laughs> yeah. Important. 14 days. Yeah. slow the curve and okay. now we are here okay i totally agree with that so i just want to move that forward to yeah. today she was told 14 days yep. to yep. be in this camp yep. why are they using the same numbers are you kidding me yeah like let's slow the curve or 14 days there it's not about a virus the virus yep. is government yeah so 14 days turned into two years of slow the spread what's yep. 14 days in, an, in a concentration camp turn into we cannot let this stuff become no. well they launch a manhunt if you're negative and you escape. Yeah. So that tells you. Yeah. Well, well, so they test negative. These, these boys, they test negative and then they escape and they do a manhunt all over the country to find them. Why? They're negative. Yep. Yeah. They didn't. And do they said they wrong. were. They didn't a commit threat. a crime. No. Yep. They were, they were picked up like she was at her door probably. Right. Yeah, exactly. She didn't do anything wrong. She was close. She was around somebody who tested positive and you're putting her in prison for it. What, what world are we living in here? I, I just want people like, if you have not seen what we're showing you, I want you to drop a comment about what you're feeling right now. Like, I want you to participate in this, in this episode. I want you to drop a comment wherever you're watching this Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, AGA Network, wherever you're watching it, drop a comment and tell us, what are you feeling when you see those pictures? What, what are the emotions that you're going through as we are providing you with uh, this information that maybe you haven't seen because it's not on the mainstream 
No, media. no, and they're not going to show it either. So, um, back to her story though. So, so she's been offered, you know, not offered, I'm sorry. So she's been given the options of you either pay five grand and we take you, or you can call a COVID cap. Well, she said, I'll take COVID cap. So the police don't leave. I mean, they stay there until the COVID cap, cap comes. Like she's some sort of like flight risk. Um, so they stay there. I think she said it was about a couple hours. They tell her you, you better pack a bag. I mean, you're going for 14 days. So she packs a bag. They wait for the COVID cab. Um, and then here in video three, she gets some contradicting information from the police. These police officers said, yes, we're pretty sure you, that all you have to do is return a negative test and you'll be released. So that gave me, you know, that calmed me down knowing, okay, well, if I return a negative test, I can just go back home. Not the case. Right. Yeah. Well, why? To calm her down, give her false information mm -hmm. and, uh, and get her to just go along with what we've asked for, for her to do. Right. Right. So like, like we said here, so previously from being in a camp already, uh, she's learned that if you're even a close contact uh, to somebody who's has positive, it's 14 days in the camp, no matter what. But then these police officers come and I'm sure she was hysterical or, you know, just a little bit upset with what was going on. Probably questioning. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like just, you know, being a human reacting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they tell her, no, no, no. As long as you go, you test positive, then you can come back. Test home. negative. Yeah. So they were obviously just lying to her to try to calm her down and just make sure she was able, they were able to get her to the camp. Well, I think in the first video alluded to, they said like our higher ups or the people they have yes. to answer to like organized all this. They're mm -hmm. just the ones going and putting forth the order. I, I have a question. I know this goes off of this topic, but I, I have <laughs> to ask it. How many people are only doing what their higher up say just because they want a paycheck? Like I'm serious. Even in this country, Oh, uh, like, are we creating robots? Or are we actually individual people who can make our own mind up about what we're going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Are w when this comes here, when, when this kind of stuff happens, are people just going to be like, oh, well, I'll go ahead and arrest my neighbor because I was told right. to. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Yep. We don't ask questions like, is she really COVID positive? No, we just do what they say. This is, this is sickening. Yeah. Sickening. If you're watching this, this episode, this video right now, and you made it to this point, then you're obviously invested in when what's going on. And you have definitely heard in your life, somebody say, oh, how could the people in Germany go along with all this? This is why. This is yep. how it happens. Yep. And it's happening right now. That's the scary part. Yeah. So anyway, Haley gets, uh, you know, she leaves uh, with the police officer's words that she'll be able to come back home once she tests negative. But here's what happened next. I think we've got some footage that your mum took, actually, that we can play of you waving goodbye and getting into the back of a van. Of just um, coming. She's, she's being taken away. But look at the COVID van. How professional. Long live COVID. <laughs> that is a COVID taxi, but is actually a casino bus. So driving there and then. Wonder where that money's coming. Police, police escorted me in. And then I never seen them police again. They left. They weren't allowed into the facility. So then new police came and they they were in charge. Obviously, I was very distressed. I was crying. I was saying, this isn't fair. You know, it was just horrible to go through. And I 
I stood there and I just said, can I please have a test now? Because I need these test results back as I will be negative. And I, I later on, I was negative. The whole time I was there, I was negative. Um, and I said, once these go negative, am I allowed to leave? And she said, no, you're here for the 14 days. All right. So she found uh, out real quick. She was lied to. Yeah. Yeah. So the one, one of the things that strikes me about this is, is that, um, they, they lie to get her to go along. Um, they threaten her that if she doesn't go in this COVID cab, which I'm sure she's going to pay for sometime, <laughs> that she's got to pay a, a fee for the police to take her in the back of their vehicle. Um, and she has no personal uh, ramifications. There's no chain of, there's no chain of, uh, of innocent or I, I know I'm negative. Like we know when we have COVID. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you know, when you have COVID and, uh, and let's say, okay, so you're unsymptomatic and you don't know. But what I'm saying is, is that there's no way that she has any rights in what we're hearing to actually combat this whatsoever. Right. Like there's no option for her to say, yeah, this isn't happening. I have rights. Mm -hmm. nope. She doesn't have any rights. The only rights are of the state, which is definitely 1920s. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, so, she gets there, finds out no matter what her test results say, whether she's positive or negative, she is imprisoned, and let's call it what it is, she's imprisoned for 14 days. Yes. So then they ask her, what happens when you get there? Okay, so you, you, you get taken to a room, is it a cabin? What's, what's life like inside these camps? You literally get put on the back of a golf buggy with your bags, and these people are in hazmat suits and everything they they don't want to come near you because they think you're infectious and they literally drop you to your room and they leave you they don't come and say anything they don't check up they don't do anything you know you get delivered your meals once a day and you are just left i know you're allowed to talk to people i mean you, we, we could have have you spoken to people from inside the camp we can, but we're only allowed to stay in our designated areas, which is nothing, maybe two metres. Um, we have a, a deck that we're allowed to go out and maybe get a little bit of sunlight, but that is it. If you get caught off your decking without a mask on or anything, um, you get a $5,000 fine. So the fun, the fun just keeps on coming. Oh, my word. Um, so I was watching this and I'm like, okay, what, what is the deal with these $5,000 fines? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, where, where does this keep coming from? So it kept popping up in her story. And every time she was threatened, it was $5,000. So I, uh, I started looking it up. $5,000 is the fine number that they're giving to anybody who breaks the stay at home orders that were implemented back in August in Australia. So the helicopter flying around. Correct. The, uh, yeah. Saying that the police are on the ground to make sure you stay in your yeah, home. Yeah. And they're going to yeah. issue fines, which right. go back to that episode and check that out. Cause we mm -hmm. showed that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, in October, it came out that unvaccinated factory workers would be fined $5,000. Businesses that don't comply with the vaccine mandates are fined $5,000. And then Australia also has a $1,000 on-the-spot fine for people who don't comply with the mask or distancing health guidelines. <sighs> okay. okay, so so if you don't comply, we're going to fine you. Uh, if you don't comply, we're going to find the business you work for. If they don't comply, 
Uh, we'll just shut them down. I mean, that's what's coming. That's what's already happening, it's happening. here. Yeah, it's I mean, happening they were being threatened with the fines. OSHA, right. the OSHA yeah. mandate was right. that. Yeah, and so um, this is not far off from where we are in the U.S. today. It's just like you're not getting paid. That's your fine, right? Yeah. from your yeah, work. Yeah. If yeah. you don't comply, because they exactly. can send people home and do send people home if you are not feeling well. Right. right, and if you're vaccinated, they pay you to be home. Yeah. If you're unvaccinated, they unpaid leave. Unpaid yep. leave. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I, it, this is not how it's happening exactly in America right now, but that's because it, it, this is the last place that it's coming. This right. is what's coming. Right. I mean, we're not getting hit with on-the-spot fines everywhere, but I'm guessing there's something like that. There's got to be something like that in New York. Oh, I'm sure we should probably look that up. Yeah. We should really look into that. What happens in New York City if you're Right, like vaccinated. what if I just don't wear my mask out in public? Yeah. Yeah, that's you interesting. Know? But so uh, Haley, you know, she did have her phone with her. So she actually took some of her uh, her own footage from inside the camp. She had uh, an altercation when she she broke the rules. Um, She was being absolutely awful inside the camp. I can't believe she did this. Okay, yeah. But she actually stepped off of her porch. Oh, my onto the sidewalk. Unreal. Without her mask on outside. Outside without a mask on. I, you know, the, I, I can't believe they ever let her out. She should be locked up forever. Yeah, it's completely, <laughs> completely crazy. By the way, before we play this clip, New York City imposed uh, fines of up to $1,000 for those who refuse to wear their face masks. Oh, gee, $1,000. That sounds like exactly what Australia is doing. Is that vaxxed or unvaxxed? <laughs> it just, it doesn't say right yeah. now in this. I'll read the article, but um, NPR article saying mm-hmm. um, that, if you aren't wearing your mask outside. So, I mean, seriously, people, like, if you're, if you're just wondering, like, ah, oh, gee, I wonder what, what America could look like or is going to look like in, you know, the next, who knows how long, probably not too long, start mm-hmm. looking at these other countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And, and if you, I, seriously, if you don't want this to happen in the U.S., you, you have to get this information out to everyone you know, and you have to say, now is not the time to sit and watch the next series on Netflix it's to actually take action in your local community. Yep. And it's time to band together with like-minded people, people that are ready to stand up and speak out against this stuff and quit worrying about your friends and family on Facebook who might say, oh, I can't believe you just shared that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Let them call them whatever they're going to call you. Mm-hmm. That's their problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it, because sooner or later, sooner, sorry about that. <laughs> I get all, I get excited. all excited and hit the mic. Uh, sooner or later, I mean, we're all going to be separated from them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. By the sound of it. All right, so here's uh, some interesting footage from inside the camp. So I went to the bin to put something in the bin that I was not wearing a mask. Mind you, I actually have an exemption. I don't need to wear a mask. I have a medical condition. Um, And the person that came to hand me the notice was another police officer. So what's the guy? So this, I'm going to give you a warning, yeah? It's an official warning. That you have to stand above and obey the rules while you get, yeah? And that's, we have to go to the rules again. I don't care. So am I allowed to go background. to the laundry? You're allowed to go to the laundry, but you've got to wear a mask, yeah? Yeah, right. And you definitely can't go up the fencing rails, but you're allowed to go to the laundry, yeah? That's always been the case, yeah? Right, so if I was sitting just here, which is right near the fence, why are these guys in a cabin that's right near the fence? It makes no sense, does it? Yeah, but you can't leave your balcony to go to the fence to talk to somebody else. That's just obvious, yeah? So if I was at that balcony... Sense. It is. We always, there has to be lines everywhere drawn, yeah? 
and along the lines is you cannot leave your balcony and you cannot go to someone else. Where it makes no sense, where it doesn't seem right to you, that is the line, and that's what the law is there, yeah? and that's how it goes, yeah? The law. Well, the show direction. There's a law that says show that. Show direction, yep, there's a show direction, yeah? And how the behavior must be done, especially in this area, because it's much more highly infectious and likely to have infected people, yeah? Highly infectious when all of us people are negative. So. That's a risk. So far, the risk is still very high, yeah? yeah. While you're here, can we just do that? Otherwise, the next time it's a $5,000 fine, and we don't want to do that. It's a $5,000 fine, $5, fine if what? If you breach again. If, if I walk out onto that path. Without your mask on, if, without reason, I don't want if I cross that yellow line. Rule, saying that you've broken the rule. You've... That I've broken the rule, I will be issued with a $5,000 fine. That's correct. Right. Okay. I could have, we could even do that now, but we're giving the warning first. Have a chat with you because it's a big fine. Rather just do the right thing, yeah? Like I said, I'm not here to fight with you. Yeah. I don't want to fight with you. Yeah. I just want everybody to do the right thing, and yeah. unfortunately, it's my job to make sure they do. I don't think the ins and outs. I've got nothing to do with me. I'm just here to make sure the rules are here. Hello, how's So what did that experience make you think? Like, what, what was your feeling about being in that situation with those people in control of your every movement? Oh. Uh, it's horrible. It's a horrible feeling. You feel like you're in prison. You feel like you've done something wrong. It's inhumane what they're doing. Like you, you are so small. You, they just overpower you and you're literally nothing. It's like you do what we say or you're in trouble. We'll lock you up for longer. Yeah, they were even threatening me that if I was to do this again, we will extend your time in here. So the, the officers within the camp have the power to keep you there longer if you misbehave. That's what they were saying, yep. Okay, uh, has anybody else got the the EBGBs uh, going on right man, now? I tell you what, uh, that is, it's amazing. You're, this is the first time you're seeing it. I don't even know yeah, what, what do to you say, say, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's terrifying. The key I took from that, that guy that was explaining was, unfortunately, this is my job. Unfortunately, <laughs> this is what I have to do. So again, it's, not even the people that are enforcing this stuff believe in it, but a paycheck is behind it or their boss mm -hmm. is behind it. And uh, that, that was what, I mean, that's just interesting to me. And then she's clearly pointing out things that are hypocritical. Right, but like they just I don't cross care. that line. We're all negative. Yeah. I cross that line and you're going to find me $5,000. Yep. That was the big thing. So she says she left her porch to go to the bin. So I, trash, it was either probably. a trash bin or recycle Laundry, something. Yeah. yeah, throw something out. Uh, she didn't have her mask on. She stepped on the sidewalk. Boom. She could have been hit with a $5,000 fine, but they were nice and gave her a warning. I know. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, we're doing you a service. Yeah. We're yeah. We're doing a you a favor. With you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she makes a good point though. She's like, okay, so those cabins mm -hmm. right next to the fence, that, that person in that cabin could walk up to the fence because it's right next to their cabin and talk to somebody on the other side. But I can't walk down to the sidewalk and walk up to the fence. Right. And talk to somebody on the other side. And she's, did you hear what she says? It doesn't make sense. And what did he say? It doesn't, doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. It's just that what we say. was one of my biggest takeaways from that is it doesn't have to make sense. Right. Well, I guess that's what they've been telling us for two years because none of this makes sense. No, no, none of it makes sense. And you're going to do what we say, whether it makes sense to you or not, because someone somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, it's right. like, it's like the, the, when you're negotiating to buy a car, there's someone behind the glass wall that's going to make the decision. Yeah, I'll have to I check with my boss. I can't yeah. make that decision. They got to make the decision. You're going to be in here 14 more days because you stepped across the line. Uh, even though she texted negative. Yeah, so that's negative. the big thing. So now all of a sudden, 
you know, when this whole thing started, you know, it was, ah, well, you know, for health and safety reasons, we got it. You were close contact. We got to take you for 14 days. But now they're saying you can actually be locked up in this concentration camp longer if you misbehave, if you don't follow the rules. Mm -hmm. So now we've completely gone 100% off the guise of health and safety protection. Correct. And now it is a prison. Yeah. So she's testing negative the whole time she's here anyway. And she, nothing and she addresses that and they say, oh, the risk is still very high. That yeah. was the other thing. Yes. What do you mean? Like, what does negative. that even mean? They've yep. been in this place for 14 days so and they're negative. The officer actually says to her, this is a highly infectious area. And then, you know, which, which she insinuates everyone around her, including, you know, like we've all been positive. Well, and then she says, but we're, we've all tested negative. And uh, he says, well, there's still risk. Right. He, he doesn't dispute that. He, yeah, he's thing. not saying, no, you didn't test negative. He knows. Mm -hmm. Right. But there's still this huge risk that you could be carrying. So that's why whenever she said that in the video, some people might watch that and say, well, how does she know everybody's there negative? Or maybe she's making that up. She says, everybody around here is, has tested negative and yet you're still keeping us here. And the officer, the reason why I know that's true, he doesn't correct her. Right. He doesn't try to tell her, no, no, no. These people over here are yep. positive. Those people are, he doesn't correct her. He just says, well, there's still a risk. Yeah. So she's right. Everybody there is testing negative and they're yep. holding them anyway. Yep. Yeah. And, and they're, they're in this place saying, uh, you're going to stay here 14 days in a highly risky area. Isn't that what he said? A high risk area yep. or somebody said that there in the video. So you're taking people that are testing negative and putting them in a high risk area. Doesn't sound like a recipe for, uh, for fun. No, it does not. It almost sounds like you're doing a test run. Yep. Or something else. Why would you take negative testing people and just all of a sudden put them all in a camp together? Very interesting. It's creepy. Is it by a railroad tracks? <laughs> <laughs> no, they got all the COVID vans, the COVID cabs. <laughs> from, casino bus. from the casino bus. Yeah, right. Get on the casino bus. <laughs> I love how our family's out there filming. If we go back to that yeah. and just like, look yeah. at this. It's a casino bus. <laughs> yeah. They're like, long live COVID. Isn't yeah. That what her mom yeah. Said? That's what her mom said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my uh, God. So anyway, so Haley's locked up in this COVID camp. Uh, the, all this stuff, as you saw in the video, all this garbage is happening. Um, so she starts experiencing high anxiety being trapped in this tiny cabin. She's not allowed to leave. Obviously, she can't step off her porch without a mask on, which I'd still be afraid to even step off with the mask. Like, well, maybe they're going to come get me now mm -hmm. anyway. Which she said she has, an, a, she has a, a, problem, a medical problem that she can't wear a mask. Exempt. She's exempt from wearing masks, but not in the not in the concentration camp. So they have no regard whatsoever for medical exemptions. Does that sound like any place else in the world? Yep. Like yeah, America, even here, right, America now? America yeah. right now. How many yep. hospitals have told their employees we're not we're not approving any medical exemptions? You have to get the vaccine. Yep. Yeah. Draw draw the parallels here. This is yep. happening. Yep. It is. And what do you think? I mean, you're watching, you've obviously been with us through the whole episode. What are you thinking right now? Mm -hmm. Put it in the comments. What are you feeling? This is what makes, this is, like you said earlier, what would you have done in, in the time whenever all this was happening for the Holocaust? What would you have done? Well, you're in it. What are you feeling? Yeah. What are you going to do? Yep. Yeah, that's, it's time to actually put yourself in that position and say, well, what would I have done? You better do it now. Yep. Because you're not going to have a chance if you don't. And it, like, like you always say, if sitting back and just hoping this all blows over is what you're going to do, it's coming for you and nobody's going to be left to help yep. yeah. when it comes. Exactly.
So anyway, here was the uh, camp solution to her anxiety problems that she was experiencing. And I said, can you just please let me out for a walk or a run like I'm in this little box and I can't move? Can I please, you know, I'm anxious, I'm feeling not well, just I need to get out. And they literally said, we've got a doctor calling you and we'll get some Valium prescribed to you that you can call us anytime you like and you can have Valium. What? They're going to give her drugs? (laughs) Yep. They're going to drug her. Interesting. All she wants to do is go for a walk, exercise a little bit. I mean, she obviously looks fit. Like she probably exercises all the time. It's probably a part of her routine. She's not positive. Right. She's not spreading anything. Right. And their first reaction is no sit tight. We'll call a doctor. Yeah. And we'll get you some value. Yeah. Yeah. Are the inside of these cabins white and padded? I'm just wondering. (laughs) I know it. That's what it sounds like. That's where my mind went instantly. Like there. So then she goes on to explain kind of what it was like being held in inside the camp. You are literally trapped in a box on your decking with fences all around you, um, cameras everywhere. Like it is, it's just astounding. Like you're literally treated like a prisoner in there. Oh, but they call it Howard Springs. I mean, oh, it's like a retirement village or whatever, right? Yeah. No, there's fences everywhere. She just wants to go for a jog. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Just a jog. Can I just exercise a little bit? Yeah. You know, basic human, right? You know? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, that's all. (laughs) Yeah, there there are none in this scenario. Nope. There are none in this scenario. There's no medical rates either. No. As you can see, because she has an exemption, they're ignoring that as well. Mm Mm-hmm. I yep. uh, find it interesting that there's someone probably sitting in a room with 100 TVs watching everybody's front porch to make sure they don't yeah, fall oh yeah. off. Correct. Yep. Okay. So Haley has stayed in the camp for the full 14 days. She was tested three times while she was there. All three tests came back negative. Despite that, she was not allowed to leave. And in all of this, she actually lost her job. She was, she was taken away for two full weeks in a camp. Right. So she wasn't able to go to work. She actually was fired. Um, and the government, when she got home, said, here's $1,500. Sorry about the inconvenience. $1,500. Yeah. After threats of $5,000 fines. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Stimulus plan. Here's your money. Here's Look at this. You paid, the, you paid the price in our concentration yeah. camp. We'll give you $1,500. Please go buy a new car. Yep. That's you're yep. right because that's what they did during. I mean, I I was one of the people who actually got furloughed. Yeah, you know, all these people got laid off in these uh, during the pandemic, and then it was the government stimulus. So you're right. This is the same thing. It's the same thing, man. <laughs> Crazy. I didn't even think about that. No, that's a great point. Oh well, we'll, we'll just give you some fifteen hundred bucks. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh man. Well. <sighs> So uh, Haley tells Freddie that she just wants to spread the word about these camps so that the world will know what's coming. Really want to get awareness out to what is going on. Like these camps are getting built all over the world. I know there's another one getting built in Victoria at the moment. And as I said, it doesn't matter if you're not vaccinated. One, you know, you have one dosage of the vaccination or two. It doesn't matter your vaccination status. You can get sent to these camps if you are of close contact like I was. Um, or if you lie to authorities, as as I found out, because I said that I had a test when I hadn't, and then I found out later that um, I was in there for punishment. Hmm. So she's telling everybody what we've been saying. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you're it vaccinated or not, right? Or fully vaccinated or partially vaccinated or whatever. It doesn't matter. That's it's about government control. Yep. She was sent there 
for punishment. And that is completely true because they didn't even test her before they sent her there. They just sent her. They tested right. her when she got there. She was negative. They kept her. Right. They told her that if she misbehaved again, they were going to extend her stay. Had nothing to do with the fact that she was a close po- or a close contact or that she tested negative or positive. It was, you broke the rules, so now we're going to keep you here longer. That's punishment. 100%. Nothing to do with health. Nope. No. It, it's completely about control. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, what we have to face even though we don't want to is the fact that this is true. This isn't a movie, right? This isn't a TV show that we watch and we're like, Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. No, like this is real. And I would love to get her on the show. Yeah. We're going to try and, and and talk to her specifically about this, but we're seeing all the things that, that the great reset talks about and, and, the ESG scores for businesses and tracking your social and tracking everything. This is what they've been telling us they're going to do. And yet America is asleep. Yeah. Big time asleep. Yep. And, uh, and if not asleep and they actually have seen this, uh, comment in the, in the show notes here, comment in the, in the feed, have you seen these videos before? And if not ask yourself, why? Yeah. Yeah. Why haven't you seen it? Have you shared this this video? Of her interview with anybody else. Yeah. If you have it, if you've seen it and you haven't sent it to your, you know, some friends or family to try to tell them, look what's happening. Why haven't you done that? There, there's this fear among Americans that, that if we speak out, we're going to be, uh, ridiculed or whatever. Oh, oh or canceled or canceled. Yeah. Mm. The cancel culture. That's the whole reason. That's what it's um, there for. Yeah. And, and you're not woke if you, do, if you do this stuff, but, but here's the deal. If you don't share this, and and I'm not saying just our video, AGA video, share this. No, the, be great, the, the but whole share interview. her video. Yeah, I'll the put whole that interview. in the description. So just share send it. that. And 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 not just. Uh, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help you here. Not just on social media. Take the link. Put it in a text message. Craft a beautifully two line text message that says, "You need to be aware of what's going on around the world." Here's a video, mm-hmm. and text that out to everybody in your phone. Everybody. And your hope would be that she's being bold. She's going out and trying to spread the message. I hope that more people who have been in this situation join her in the effort. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because where are all these other people that have similar experiences? They're, probably, they, they're probably scared to death. Well, yeah. they well, they might get a $5,000 fine if they go talk about it. Yeah. I don't know what she's risking to do this interview, Yeah, but God bless her for doing oh, it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you sure. know, And it only takes one person to stand up and start speaking out. And then one more person says... Oh, well, you know, I think I'm going to do that too. And now you got a movement. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, when we stand together, uh, it's hard to stop us. And, and that's why we're doing this awakened show. I want to read this real quick. Klaus Schwab, who's the founder and executive chairman of the world economic forum. We were talking about how it's not really about COVID. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not about COVID, but this is his quote. The pandemic represents a rare, but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine and reset our world. If you're watching this right now, do you want the world reset? Do you want your life reset by people you don't know? Like, do you want it? Put put a comment in in the show. <laughs> put a comment. Do you want the world reset? Do you want other people resetting like Kala Schwab? Do you want him resetting your world? Yeah. Because these uh, concentration camps are part of that. They are. Obviously, because as we've hammered home, and if you guys, I mean, obviously anybody watching this understands it, but you got to get this point across to, to the people you care about, other people in your life. 
This is not about COVID. None of this was. She was taken there strictly as punishment. Because she lied. Because she lied. Yep. And then she was threatened to be there longer because she broke the rules there. This not once did she present any sort of health threat to anybody. Not once. No. So it had nothing to do with that. Right. So she actually makes a comment in the interview about, you know, I know I was there for punishment. And then Freddie kind of asked her to clarify, like, well, how did how do you know? Who told you that you were there for punishment? And she says, the CDC told her. So she explains again that there were several other people who were also close contacts at the same time she was with that friend of hers. Mm-hmm. She was the only one that got sent to that camp. Wow. Mm-hmm. So all these other friends and she's the only one. Because she lied about having the test. Yeah. So it had yeah. nothing to do with COVID. And, and I mean, if you think about it, it's not like she was trying to be um, malicious with not taking a test or anything like that. These, these police officers showed up at her door and said, hey, you're a close contact. Have you tested? And she immediately was freaked out and just said, yes, I'm, I'm negative. Right. I don't blame her for, for responding that way, especially since she'd already been stuck in a camp. Right. She's basically getting punished for questioning. Rightfully so. Uh-huh. Just asking questions that anybody would want to know. Yeah. It's wild. Uh, so here's the last clip for this. Uh, it's her final thoughts on the experience. So we've heard that people have been trying to escape this Howard Springs camp in the past few days. Do, what do you know about that? Yeah, I did hear that I think three people have escaped. I don't know if they've found them yet. Um, but, yeah, they have escaped. And, and do you understand why they would do that? I mean, give us a sort of summary of what your mental state has been like during this period and, and what the whole experience has done to you. Oh, trust me, when I was in there, I was thinking, how do I, how do I escape? But, you know, what are going to be the consequences if I do and if I get caught? You know, it just it's an ongoing thing. Um, oh, your mental health, it's just... As I said, like you're in a box, your mind's just going a million miles an hour, you feel horrible, you feel, yeah, it's just horrible what they're putting people through because you feel like you've done something wrong when you haven't. You All you were doing is going about your normal life and you were close contacts with someone who was ill. That's all it is. So something to think about is during the Holocaust, none of those people did anything wrong either. Went on the street without wearing their star. You know what I mean? I yeah, mean, they were they were like, targeted. They were targeted. Targeted, correct. Every every day didn't didn't have any say, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what's happening here. Yep. yep. And the reason why it's been canceled out of our history books is because they they want to do it again, and they are doing it again. Absolutely. So when when people want to attack you, you know, you're so you you are obviously going to put this in a text message and send it to everybody on your phone. You're going to send it to everybody on your friends list on Facebook. And you're going to get people to come back at you and say, you know, you, you're an idiot. This is a conspiracy theory. How could you, how dare you compare this to the Holocaust? Well, those are the ones that are going to be sorry they didn't wake up sooner. Yep. It, it's tough. Yeah, it, it's, we're watching the same exact thing. And if you read the manifesto of, of communism and you read uh, what's happening with the World Economic Forum and you, you put that stuff in context it brings a lot of contextual clues about what they want to do and what's happening already. Yep. So, Nate, what do you think? I mean, that was your first time seeing that whole thing. Um, anything that you haven't said yet? I think I'm still in shock, honestly, from <laughs> watching it. I mean, to think that's going on 
in Australia where that was like a vacation destination. Mm-hmm. Australia was like a paradise for as long as I've been alive. Like I wanted to go to Australia and to see these people, one person, but more like their rights are just slowly, not even slowly within two years, they have no rights. Correct. And you are being forced in a complex with even less rights outside than outside. I mean, it's, it's astonishing that it's came this far. It really is. And, uh, I give her props for speaking out honestly, cause I know that's not easy to do. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. And everybody needs to, 100%, you know, if we yeah. don't amplify her voice, yep. if we don't amplify her voice, right. then we will, uh, we will be complicit in what happened to her. And it is crazy that this isn't on your mainstream media because they're supposed to provide a very non-biased view. So (laughs) (laughs) even if they thought she was completely whacked out of her mind, you think they would bring her on to at least ask her questions that they want to ask her, but it doesn't seem to be the case. No. And she didn't seem whacked out of her mind. No, 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 no. She was very clear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and she was just sharing facts of what happened to her, which is non-disputable. Yeah. So, and, and going back to the whole idea of like, well, you know, why didn't people in the Holocaust speak up or why did they just go along with it? We're living in the information age right now, right? I mean, information, you can have it at the click of a button. Here's the information. She took the video in the camp. She's doing the interview. She's telling people what's going on. But the information is only as good as the people who receive it. If you're not going to watch it, if you're not going to you know, digest it and think critically about it, then what good is it? The Holocaust can happen again right now. And she already mentioned that another one's being built. Mm-hmm. They're being, being built all, all over. World. And she yeah. gives Victoria, I think she said. Mm-hmm. So right there in Australia, another yeah. one. Yep. Yeah, they're not going to stop unless we use our rights that we currently have uh, to stop them. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, if, if you haven't engaged in the discourse of what's happening, um, that's the first stage. You got to talk about it. Yeah. The second stage is you got to do something about it. If you're frustrated that this is happening and you don't want it to happen in your city, then go get on the city council and say, it's not going to happen in on my watch. Um, but we have so many people and, and not being negative, but we have so many people that I've even talked to in the last two weeks that they don't even think that this stuff exists. I know they don't even think this stuff exists. So be awakened, be awakened to what is happening. Be awakened. And if you want to be a part of our insiders on the Awakened podcast and on the AGA network, text AGA to 330-619-4497. That's A-G-A to 330-619-4497. You'll be entered into a drawing to get some swag from the from the AGA network. But more importantly, you're going to get the insider information that we aren't even broadcasting here. There's so much happening uh, that is not even being broadcast live with you guys and, and on this on these shows. But man, the, the content and the stuff that needs to be shared is so immense. Uh, don't let it stop with you. That's a pretty good way to wrap that thing up. <laughs> so yeah, make sure you stay in touch with us. Make sure you stay connected. And now's just the time to have the difficult conversations with yourself and figure out how much am I willing to take and am I going to let myself be controlled or am I putting an end to it? Yeah. Am I going to stand up? Where's your line? Where's your line? Where's you got to know line? if because if you don't know, like they always say, if you don't know where your line is, if you haven't already established it, you're going to soon find out that it's already been crossed 
and then it's too late. Someone else is drawing it for you and they probably don't have the values you have. Correct. Yep. Yep. So thank you guys for tuning into another episode. We got more stuff coming. We just felt it really important to follow up last week's episode about the concentration camps with somebody who's actually been there. Yeah. So if you found this valuable, which I'm sure you did, make sure you're sending it to everybody, sharing it, spread the word, spread the message. And uh, we will be back with you guys on the next episode to break down some more stuff you need to hear. Stay awakened. Stay awakened.